Hi, good night, and welcome to Bench Talk. My name is Jason Clark. Tonight, I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Mr. Hassani Evelyn, Damien Reed, Clint St. Hill, and Mr. Akeem Nero. <laughs> and tonight, we are joined by a very, very special guest, uh, West Indies. Uh, I could call, I could call multiple <laughs> things. But no, I'll just say West Indies, <laughs> Barbados cricketer, and someone who you know will be all. Refer to as Mr. Remember the Name, Mr. Carlos Braffitt. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Good night, um, Mr. I thought you was going to say former Western cricketer. <laughs> no, I retired. and watching a bit of the um, cut pieces, enjoy the one with Peter Clark. Uh, um, so for, um, I guess, four out of the five um, guys that are on the call, I know quite well, whether from BCC or Cricketing Circles, um, and happy to see you guys doing your thing. I know how much you love sports, um, and I think sports is big business, and I think you all got a lot of strong opinions, especially that one above me and Shot Hassani. <laughs> um, so happy to see that you guys have created a platform that you could share your opinion um, and share some knowledge to some persons that love sport like yourself, but probably don't have the access um, that you guys would have. So congrats, man. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks a lot. Uh, so, you know, I'd like to check in with the guys. How are the guys doing? Nero, you doing, my brother? Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Just in tropics. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. Yes, they're going to hoodie. And he bought yeah, yeah. in tropics. Just <laughs> <laughs> in tropics. Bear back. Oh, oh you're ready. <laughs> I, I, I cool my publication, so it just relaxing. It just relaxing. So <laughs> That it's getting worse and worse, Jason, from the tropics <laughs> of vacation. <laughs> 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 that means you watch my horse, John Campbell, this morning, and I top of the yard of a crack. Yeah, I watched the majority of it. I still get up, but I left home. But yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We can get to that a little later. We can get to that a little later. I heard you said it earlier that you... you um. You're in a good mood because you 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 your your team now has um Russell Wilson. So you, I see our I see our I oh. see our don't let me it's a package deal, sir. It's a package deal. Package oh, sorry, deal. Sorry. Okay, okay. So you're a good uh Clay, what's going yeah. on, my brother? Yeah, I'm pretty good as well. Just hoping for that thing to consolidate tomorrow and it'll be an even happier man. <laughs> okay. I mean we all we all we all share that same statement up there, but we'll see. We'll definitely see we how that goes. We ain't got no PSG fans on show, right? No, no, no. <laughs> no, or PSG or you know, football, you know, yeah, football in the area. Football in the area. Well, Carlos, before we get into the, the cricketing talk, um, I, I saw uh, you have on your Instagram and your bio, basically you have, I think it's, you have 
cricketer, entrepreneur, husband. I tell you, you have to update that now. You have to add dad. You have to add dad there. I saw you. Um, so he's been a father for a while. There was, uh, what was the name of the, what was the name of the dog again? No, the dog, the dog. Nala, 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 yeah. Jeez, yeah, 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 big family, big family, big family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Carlos, um, you know, congrats. I, I, like I said, it's your, your Noah dad. I you know how, how has that journey been thus far? Are you are you up at night as well, uh, or or that is solely on the wife? Or you, you, you have a, I hope you're having some sickness six as well. Yes, boy, I would <laughs> love here to see it. You know, it's nice pictures from Instagram, you know. It's, <laughs> Dressing up and all that, boy. Listen, fam, look tough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <brother. laughs> I, yeah, boy. I salute, I salute mothers. I tell you, no lie, boy. I, I don't got patience. I know, I know. If I was the mother and I was the father, that baby would be a potter. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, she got a gem of a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's, it's been rewarding. It's not been all doom and gloom, but I think mm-hmm. the hardest thing for me is I like to be problem solving. So when the baby crying, and I yeah. don't know why it crying is like, it's I mean, bad. like, stop crying, brother, or like, tell me what was the problem. <laughs> like, and she can't talk yet. So, yeah, I mean, the nappy change, you get feed. You ain't paying the bills. <laughs> you don't have to worry about what you're um, But yeah, she 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 got a different level of patience. But Carla, Carla, you ever had one of them all nighters that maybe just just mostly? So it's that been a you... month, and I think I've had a month of all nighters. <laughs> <laughs> so I try I try to keep the baby during the day that the madam get a little bit of rest because obviously I can't feed regardless. Um, the day is so, always better for me. Yeah, and then the, I think the hardest thing for me is if I want to do some research or plan to do something downstairs at night, I say, right, good, boom. You know, I take my box and make sure I hold baby, whether she's sleeping or she up, let mommy get some rest, so tonight she's going to be for mommy. And then you start doing something and you can hear the crying. Hey, you no, I bought my headphones first, boy. I bought my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and then my girl's kicking another gear. And it's like, Daddy, you go hear this. I need you. And then I will get a call from upstairs to downstairs. She be changing. Or I want you to come and do skin to skin to try to get she settled. Um, so, yeah, it's been rewarding. But I think it's shown me a different side of parenting and motherhood. And I got a different level of respect for mothers and the patience that they need to get the children from one age to another. Mm-hmm. Boys tell people that's the more that's the toughest, but once you once you're asking a father, it's the most rewarding job there is. The, the but how you how you get through it? Yes, that would get through. <laughs> you know, I you know, you painting a gloom picture for me now. Yeah? <laughs> for example, my my the my last summer sick part will be became just cramp, coughing, vomiting. That's negative. This infraction just take a turn. Just like my in the out row. Mine was done for like three days, and they your your side call your bag needs your bag needs just to come back. I know, Carol, this is just wish that you just lay it on a little longer. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but 
It's done wanting out of here. Yeah, the rock. It's done. Yeah, I'm wanting out of here, man. We ain't seen nothing going on. I think knowing that you put in work and then it, it, it don't mean not a feeling, but the baby stage, I just miss, I just, I just miss it. Because, man, the baby car, this is one to grow up. This is when they grow up and they get monkey and they think they know it. You want a baby and how about fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like, like I said, Carlos, you know, congrats on that. And I, I know you'll be an excellent father. So I, I wish you all the best on that, on that, on that journey of fatherhood, buddy. I appreciate that, man. I hope so. I hope I can live up to these lofty expectations, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's like, you know, yeah, we're going to get into the, the cricketing side of things now. Um, you know, first, I'd like to get a gist of, you know, where the love of the game first, uh, when, when, when you, when you, when, sorry, <clears throat> when did you realize that you really loved the game of cricket? When you realized that you really wanted to play the game of cricket? When you, Far back as you remember, when when did that time um, really happen? I could say as far back as I can remember, as you say, um, mm-hmm. because my dad made for at me you know saying that I used to drive a cricket ball at three years old better than they do now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was a big cricket man, played for Lord Road, played for Dover. So as far back as I can remember, cricket was in the blood. Um, as a lot of people may know, Jonathan Carter is my cousin. So we would have a lot of summers. We were both very bad behaved at the point in time. So we spent a lot of summers fighting. Um, but in the middle of them fights, there'll be a lot of competitive cricket, both all rounders as well. So we could bowl and bat as well as the other one. Um, and to be honest, from one end, I had my dad to live up to and live past because he was like a, a legend at the clubs that he played for. And then um, just down the road was Jonathan Carter, my cousin, who was a primary school legend. I think probably one of the only men to score 110 wickets in the same game at primary school level. So it was always around me, and I always had a lot to look up to and live up to and try to surpass. And it was just a love of the game, man. I guess one of my best stories, cricket-wise, was fortunately grew up in Lodge Road. Um, John was in Gore Hill, and we used to, you know, play cricket together a lot. But when he went to St. Andrew, um, I was outside in Martin Nurse, grew up in Lodge Road as well. Um, and we'd play in the road, and you'd know you'd play if the ball hits any houses full, you're out and that sort of stuff. But one of the rules that we implemented was that if you're batting last when everybody decided to stop, you could bat first tomorrow. Mm. And I was batting good, brother. It was informed our whole month. <laughs> and... I ended up batting last, and I remember going in. I was like, cool. You know how you can do when you come home from school or whatever. And I come home late from school the next day. And my mother was just like, yeah, Ricky, you need to do, need to do your homework before you go outside. And I was like, nah, brother. Like, I got back, though. Like, I hit too much form. And, you know, so my mother was adamant. You've got to do your homework first. You've got to have a bath. I was like, mommy, I can smell sweaty regardless. I need to go on back. And I remember going in the shower, turning on the water, pulling back the curtain, going outside here, and <laughs> I make sure I get my batting. But you see when I get back home, brother? Lips, bro. Leather belt in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, it'll work every last going back home, solid hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it's always always been around me from a um from a family perspective and i guess when you look when you're looking in and around with all due respect to other sports the only real sport that you can look and see a pathway from primary school to secondary school to professional cricket to west indies level and top of your craft is really and truly cricket yeah yeah that's true and like you said uh the path you stayed in path there and then you went to you i know you went to the commerce secondary school which is known um that school has produced uh, some a, a lot of best these cricketers actually i'd like to say yourself roston chase craig braffitt uh shane dorich um yeah a lot of you guys i think i'm not thinking i know roddy espick was definitely the coach there at that time uh so yeah you you definitely were on that path at, at what stage you know you, you said you 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 always had cricket in your blood at what stage you know did you say to yourself you know i i want this is what i want to do for a living and i, I want to, to to play at the highest level i think I think if you're doing something, you want to be best at it. But if I be honest, I don't think at any point in time during age level cricket, I thought I was the best at anything. And I had a cousin that was Jonathan Carter that aced everything. All of my friends were better than me. Shamar Brooks, primary school and secondary school legend, played two years of West Indies on the 19. Jed Yearwood, uh, most runs um, for Barbados on the 19 ever. Yeah, I think he he and Ronaldo Paris either were tied or he was just ahead or just below Ronaldo Paris. And then my cousin was a legend as well. So for me, it was always a lovely game and trying to push myself as far as I think my talent could go. I never thought I was the most talented. I can never tell you 15 years ago that I would be where I am today and have done what I would have done. Um but for me, it was just about making sure that I was the best that I could potentially be. When it comes to the more serious, this is the path I want to take, um, I love my mom. Um, and this is probably one of the things that I'd be indebted to her for forever. Um, I, just at BCC, had a decent first semester, GPA 3.1 or 3.21, on something like that. And I was like, geez. Um, that's strange because I don't let the school work. Um, <laughs> but, but I get stuck in. She took out a student loan. Um, and then I remember the second semester got into senior trials and it was just real difficult to do both. Um, and I salute men like Kyle Corbin, Charlie Walton, who were able to not only do both but do it at a first class level. Um, okay. Yeah, and it was just like, mommy, I mean, it was. I think that GPA dropped from 3.1, I think, to 1.9 or something like that. And I was like, mommy, to be honest, I don't know if I could do both. And I could get a degree at 60. I can't play for West Indies at 60. Mm -hmm. And that was such a difficult conversation to, to have because we didn't come from a rich family, rich background. And she went out on a limb to put herself in debt to put me through school. And now a year into a two or three year program, I saying I actually want to done away with school and pursue cricket. Um, and I think that kind of galvanized my drive and my hunger. I really couldn't, I couldn't fail because I had my mom to play for. So as much as I watching that ball come down and they playing shots, and I obviously want the personal glory as we all do. You want to be famous. You want to have your name in headlights. You want to perform well. You want to do justice to your talent. I had an extra burden of having to pay about my mom um, and her belief and her trust in me. And I remember she always said, Ricky, whatever you want to do, 
I will support you. If you want to be a garbage collector, be the best garbage collector you could be. And it was like, there's so many times that I think about that and I remember that moment and tears come from my eye. And I just think, yeah, my mate owe you everything um, that I would have been able to achieve. All of this belongs to you. And not to say that my dad wasn't a big part. I was forced to come from a two-parent home. Um, and I know really how much of a privilege that was. And both of them played good cop, bad cop at different points in time. But for that particular reason of, you know, going out of her way to get a student loan and then being willing enough to be paying back a student loan that I wasn't actively um, trying to pursue the degree from, um, I thought that was special um, on her part. Mm. Oi, oi. Let, me, let me put my laptop to charge. Sorry, gents. Yeah, no problem. No problem. No problem. <coughs> yeah. Turn it, turn it. Ryan, you miss cricket tonight? Um, India and New Zealand should be playing at nine. Mm. On the dogs, India. Yeah, oh, on the dogs that's India. nice. Please, please. You, you even did that for Miss Cricket too? You on the dogs? Actually, did, you did it for the <laughs> under 19, under 19, so yeah. No surprise. Yeah, I guess we have uh, Carlos about here. Um, interesting story there, Carlos. I know, you know, you, you are definitely someone who, who's definitely isn't shy to show your love and appreciation for your parents. I know you have your parents all over your Instagram. So it's definitely, it's definitely good to hear that, that story, man. And, 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 um, so I want to move on now to you, to the, to the first class, uh, to your first class debut. You, you, you played for the combine, you made your first class debut for the combine campuses and colleges. And, um, you, you really hit the ground running. You really hit the ground running in that debut. And I, from what I remember, I, 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 I you, did you start, did you play that first game? I, I think someone no. was injured. Yeah, so I, yeah, so I didn't play first game. And it's funny enough, because that led on from, um, we had a, I played, I made my debut for Barbados in the T20. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came in for Kimar Roach and all the cricket commentators on the call-in program said, well, you're picking a bits and pieces cricket like Carlos Prophet before a test pair like Roach. Um, and it didn't do badly, but he performed poorly. Um, and I think that's the game that we went to Super Over and the three, hit- three biggest hitters in Barbados can get a run, Dwayne Smith, Carlo Morris, um, and who was the other batsman boy? I can't remember. It was three we lost. Two wickets for zero runs, essentially. Was that Alcindor? Yeah, so it's Alcindor, Dwayne Smith, and Carlo Morris. Three biggest hitters in Barbados, and we even get one. And then, actually, Hampshire lost a wicket, um, had a close call, and they took the fourth ball to win off, trying to get one. So it was a very poor game by both teams. And I I fell victim. Um, I got dropped out of the team and never came back in and then I think that was the same year Jason and Shane Dorch came back from Jason Hall and Shane Dorch came back from where I seen on 19 and they say you and Jason can't play together uh, so then I was on the outside and I think I had a decent season and I warranted a selection um, and I don't know um, how many people know but I love Floyd Reefer and I owe a lot of my career to him um, 
I remember him having a chat with me at the Oval and saying, Carlos, will you be selected for Barbados or not? And I say, I don't think so. You know, hearing rumors that Jay is coming back, they'll be available. And as a result, I will go to miss out, um, which is a tough thing to, a tough pill to swallow. And he was like, I want to play for CCC. And at that time, I didn't care about the rivalry between Barbados and CCC as a young man trying to make it's my way. Is the same? Yeah, the same for a class. Okay, I won't play. Like the reason I's been in the gym, the reason I's been running and training so hard is to get opportunity and make the most of it. Um, and at that time, actually, I had a lot of pushback. Um, I came in for Nikolai Paris, who was a CCC stalwart, and a lot of people at the time figured Nikolai Paris plays for UE. He's put in the hard yards for CCC when it wasn't the popular thing to do. Why we letting this young upstart come and replace Nick Parr? Um, and I had to do with that. And to be honest, I was focused on, you know, I come to board, I come to bat, I come to catch, when I could do anything politically, this is what I come to do. And obviously got left out of the first game. And I remember the each day of that first game, I run, take 100 catches, um, and ball balls at the end like it, I was on a path to prove that I good enough to play at this level I'm not just a bits and pieces player um, I think it was only second or third game um, we got to Trinidad to play against Trinidad and I got a knock on my door from Keon Otley we were cool um, from before that and he was just like Carlos my back is a bit stiff a bit sore so I can't tell you if you can play. I don't know who can play, but there are only 13 players. So you know if one player missed out, I was probably next in line. Um, but just be ready. Um, so our person that I am, I didn't try to get too excited. So I was like, now nah, you're going to be good. Good luck tomorrow, thing, thing, thing. Got the, the nod. Um, basically, Carlos it in. And it was, I think it, it worked better that way because you didn't have time to be too nervous or whatever. And then first first innings of the game was pretty ordinary. I get given up um, another Nero, teeth me out. Um, <laughs> ball come off, ball come off my type pad, out caught. And then I ball well, but only get one wicket or something. And then the second innings, um, we batted first, didn't we? Yeah, the second innings, I couldn't put Dave Mohammed. I could have never placed, I could have never attack spin. I could have bat spin, but I can't really attack his spin. And I didn't know, I didn't have a clue what Dave Mohammed was doing. <laughs> but we was in trouble. And I tell Floyd, like, brother, like, what you, what you want? Do you want about it for me? Like, I can find a way. And I remember backing up from real far behind to try to get any clues as to if the ball has come out slower when there's a googly, when it was bowling at Floyd or faster or whatever. And somehow he managed to get to 60 odd give us a chance, and then bowling-wise, um, I bought 25 overs on a trot and get, I think, seven for, um, and to this day, it's probably the, one of the best dismissals I've ever concocted would have been to the late Renaco Martin, may rest in peace. I bought, I think, three overs of away swingers, and he left all decent line, decent length, or whatever, and then the first ball, the fourth over, deck backer, Left alone, middle and leg stump gone. I enjoyed that one. That's probably <laughs> the kid I enjoyed the most. Um, so yeah, I had had an eventful start. We eventually lost the game, but my seven wickets ran the game fairly close. And I think in the end, I ran out of steam. Um, and as a team, we just didn't have enough in the locker. But it was a good, a good state of 
from that team, you know, that we are here as a young team. We just come to make up numbers. Mm. We're actually here to compete. And for that debut season, um, we finished top of the league table um, and lost in the finals. Okay. But before I let someone jump in here, Carl, I just you said you bought twenty-five overs on your truck. My bought twenty-five overs, no probably in a week gonna be rough, but I bought twenty-five <laughs> on your truck, brother. <laughs> wow, God, I had one and, 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 and Floyd uh, I give I give myself the name G two G, go to guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that's some a little cocky. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but <laughs> you need a little bit of that. You need a little bit yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if you're watching the show, you you obviously following cricketer. You know, Carlos Murphy. But I mean, I just need to reiterate that Carlos Murphy. This he's not off spinner. So <laughs> 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 it's a real offers, Carlos. It's true. But that, even that, for Alfie. Yeah. Even for that's, all that's one yeah. of the times though where your adrenaline get the better of you. Yeah, your tailor, yeah, carry that extra further. For your ball, if if you ball if you ball was 16, 15, 16 overs, because we got a gristle from the other end and can't sing. Them is get through overs very quickly. Yeah. So you're probably bowling eight, nine overs in a session, then you got a fairly longish break, and then you're coming back. So with a ball, I think. 16 um in the two sessions then come back the next day and start the ball again because the game finished just before lunch um on the fourth day that's a a serious serious fitness carlos on the note of fitness there um Mm. obviously we've seen you working here with 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 bada beans here in in, in barbados jamar um and as, as some other people will know him but and then overseas, we always see you with a lot of training videos and, and, and stuff like that. Just for, because they always use you as an example for young, young kids coming up in the sport. Uh, could you just give a little bit more insight into why you have made that decision to invest in your, in your health the way that you do while you're here and, and overseas as well? Like what, what's the real importance um, to you I and mean, why, why you would have made that decision? Um, I think when I was captain of the West Indies team, you know, I took a lot of things for granted. Still love the game, was still hungry, um, still do the bare minimum fitness-wise. And then I remember there was a picture circulating. I actually still have both of them on my phone. And every time I feel as though I fall off, you're wagging a little back to them. And I really didn't like the shape that I was in. Um, I always get a, a couple of niggles. I don't think I'll ever have a six-pack. But that was real far. That was real far away from a six pack. That was a keg that I was carrying. Um, and I guess I got into a bad habit of touring the world, playing franchise cricket, being left to my own devices, and probably not doing as much as I should have. Um, and then once the performances start to drop and you start to ask yourself why, one of the reasons that I realized I could have improved on was my fitness. But at the point in time, it was quite difficult because. I'd be playing in India today, Bangladesh tomorrow, Pakistan the day after. Then you're coming back home for a little bit. Um, so then I realized I had to set up something in Barbados where when I was home, um, I would have someone that I almost indebted to. Um, I told you this is what we can do. I owe you my time. And it helps then them 
giving me that same energy for my fitness. So Jamar and Jamar Griffith, JG Fitness, um, as his business is called, um, has been real important for me. We kind of bounce off each other. And I can be honest, um, I think there's that person, that athlete, that is real self-motivated and real self-driven and could do all these in-home workouts during quarantines and all that. I am not that person. I right. think I probably found out too late. So when I was at the academy, I was good. Six pack, meet all the fitness requirements. I was able to do everything that I was told, but I need structure. Mm. Um, because I didn't realize that early enough, I just figured that I would find that drive and that urge somewhere. But when I actually realized it became aware and then I put that structure in place, it was then easier. When I come home, I let JG know we work on a program. This is what you want to do. Um, whether it be strength, whether it be cardio, whether it be toning, bulking, power, whatever, we have that conversation. And then I you know, boom, Monday morning at 5.30, 6 o'clock, JG will be outside. We go down by the pool, we do something. And if it's running that we want to do, I need to contact the people at UE, try to use the Usain Bolt track. But now I've created that structure. All I need to do is turn up and give 100%. And that's what I can do. But doing that without structure has been difficult for me. So then I realized that once I had that in Barbados, it was fine. But then my wife lives in England, started to spend more time in England. And I find that I'll come to England and then leave England in worse shape than I was in. And for me, I don't know if, it's, if it is a thing, the scientists have to say, but I finally lose fitness real quickly, put on weight quickly. We get old, like, yeah, <laughs> my diet. My diet ain't the best. I can be honest. If it's one thing that I wouldn't say I regret, but I know I can pinpoint and improve is my diet. Um, so then I had to put that structure in place again in England. So that's why you'd see if I'm in England, I work in with Matt and BPT, um, as his business is called. And if I am Barbados, you're seeing me with JG because I know um, how important it is. And I think it really came to the fore that commitment um, and that structure when I played for CCC and captain and we won in 2018, I think it was. Um, that tournament was grueling. That was play, rest, or train, play, rest, or train, and then they had two buddies. So you'd have two periods in, in the week when it would be like a three-day break. When on the one day playing days, you wouldn't be playing, so you'd have a rest. And every single training day i would have done a workout with jg in the morning and then gone to uv to practice with ccc and it was structured so i know he's playing this game starting at 9 a.m um but on the day after um, i up at 5 5 30 working out with jg having a breakfast having a shower and then heading to uv for 8 30 to be ready for nine o'clock um, and my fitness improved a lot, was able to bowl them 10 overs, whether it be two five-over spells or maybe a four, or three, and a three. Um, and then batting-wise, I was able to build the innings for an extended period of time because I could think more clearly. Mm, yeah, definitely when improve your mental capacity for sure when you're fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Carl, it's Nero here. Um, <laughs> right, right. Um, I would have... <laughs> Um, I would have made my debut against you probably about I saw, oh, 16 years ago. I remember playing against you at Maple. Then we were playing for bikes and in team with Alan Jono and Ramon Seeley and probably Keegan and those guys. 
Um, I just want you to tell us about the transition. Because of like the, when I have players of your caliber, you show like and the youngsters at club level are listening. I like I like to let them know how important the club life is. So I just like to know from you, obviously when you was coming at the dawn levels, you understand what they what those guys did for you. And then when you made the CCC team, now you became the leader. And now after that, he was resting his captain. And now like the different phases of leadership and stuff like that in the dressing rooms at the club level. Yeah, that's that's important because it feels as though in Barbados, especially we've lost that little bit of club life. Um, and not a lot of people would know. Um, but I credit Winston Reed a lot for my career as a mentor. Um, and I would have learned so much cricket off the field from Winston um, because you, the club life happens in such a way that if we're playing Wanderers after every day you bring a case of beer in the dressing room if we're playing at Banks Brad Egan come over and talk to Winston Reed, and you just dare like you just dare like a fanboy just listening to these stories whether it be on the field off the field you go to Maple and that's probably Pedro Aguiar. Um, and you got all these different figureheads in different clubs. And every time you play against them, the two or three figureheads will have conversations. And you learn so much things about cricket, about life. It helps you to become a man. And I realized that as that era left and our era became leaders, cruising took over. So cricket finished. And before you're done the team meeting, a man in the bath, he got the um, thing, he ready to go to a cruise. And that's yeah. fine. There's a place for a social life. But you want that social life to be cricket-oriented as well. Yeah. Um, and Banks won in 2007, and there is not a dressing room around the world, I think, that I can say was a lot better than that Banks dressing room. Um, we used to have our tiffs, we used to tell off each other, but it was all for one common goal. And we used to party together sleep at the club and then play cricket the next day everything was club and cricket oriented and i don't expect everyone to do that now but there need to be ways where clubs can have the players and the figureheads the leaders at wonders they have this fish fry going i love it imagine being able to rub shoulders with a jason hold and a craig brathwick you got two recent west indies test captains it got to be Shane Mosley was now a part of the test team or he test set up for a while. It got to be important for a young man to be able to ask a question or two, maybe not even ask a question, but just listening to conversation. Um, and I think that is missing a bit from our club cricket. And it's something that I tried to do um, even when I went to the higher levels. So at CPL level, we would have um, had something I think it's the nearest Patriots where. We don't have a team meeting at the ground. We just try to leave the ground as quickly as possible. But we always have drinks in the team room. So we kind of have our team meeting over a beer. Um, and for the persons that don't drink alcohol, there'll be soft drinks, there'll be bottled water. Um, but essentially, you can't get buy-in from everyone in a team setting all the time. So it's about creating a setting where people feel as though they're at the bar or they're in a social setting. And then I, as captain, could come to a fella and ask him, you know, how you find the dressing room? As a youngster or as a senior statesman, you know, what do you think about the dressing room? What do you think I can improve as a skipper? 
how you rate your performance. This is what I think about your performance. It has it, it has a more casual ring to it, and you feel like you're having a conversation versus a meeting. And I think that dynamic is different, especially for us in the Caribbean. We're more laid back. Um, so that club life is definitely important. It's definitely missing. I don't exactly know what is the right way to get it back. But I can tell you that it did a lot for me as a human, as a person, as a leader. Um, and it taught me a lot of cricket off the field. Um, I one question before I let one of you guys go. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But um, obviously at the time, before leading that team 2016 World Cup, you would have been... You know, finding your way, finding your way, trying to, you know, really cement that team. Would you say after the four sixes, you were judged on a different pedestal? Yeah, I'd say that um, from two angles. On one, one, from one angle, there was a lot more hype. Um, and I bought into the hype a little bit as well. So I remember a couple of games after in the Troy series, we had four runs to win or something like that. And the smart thing to do is just knock it around with 15 overs left. But I wanted to be a hero, try to hit a six. You get caught, you make seven, your average dip a little bit. The, the, the victory is not as convincing as it should be. Um, and you fall prey to your hype. And you just think about that scenario and then two bad shots later or two good balls later, you have five low scores. All of a sudden, your average down in the dumps. Um, and then from the other side of things, I think people kind of forgot what I would have did in red ball cricket in 2015 for Barbados, in 2015 um, for West Indies, uh, whether it be a tour game or actual test cricket. Um, and you get pigeonholed as a hitter. Um, and a lot of people close to me still tell me, Carlos, you're a batsman, you're not a hitter. And when you get back to exuding batsmanship, that's when you hit the ball better and cleaner. And I agree. And there are a few younger, yeah, there are a few younger players that I talked to, and I said, look, I had no one there to tell me what to do when you become overnight success. Um, I've gone through it, and there are certain things that I would have done differently. And I guess I pledge the rest of my career and the rest of the time that I unearthed that if anyone else has a similar impact on cricket or in life in any situation, whether it be winning the lottery, because that's an overnight success, whether it be doing something spectacular in a game and all of a sudden you got a new found the claim, um, this is actually what I would have done and it didn't work. So these are signs of pitfalls to watch out for. I never tell someone to live the life, but they can only share my experiences, some of the things that I did that wouldn't have worked for me and some of the things that I can suggest you have a look at and be aware of. Yeah, before like one of the guys there, Jamaica, I like I totally agree with you there. Like you, you, you are a batsman. You, I see you're already. We all know you, you're 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 a good bowler as well. But you are a batsman. Like I remember in in Jamaica, seeing you play in that you tech, you tech, that classic Karras. You you the the, the the level of of batsmanship that you, both you and Jason hold the short on that tour, boy, it was unbelievable. You, you like, yes, like I said, you guys can you guys you, you guys are all rounders. You guys are not all rounders, but the, the the level of battle that you guys displayed on that tour was 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 amazing. And as Nira said, like after that, the, after the four sixes, you know, like I I used to get so many arguments when they hear people talking about Carlos this and Carlos. That's just like. Carlos base, I mean, yes, it was a team effort. Nero would love to hear me say this. Yes, 
Marnas Thomas was a huge part. Marnas Thomas was a huge part, obviously. He was always a huge part of us winning that of, of that World Cup. But I mean, we had we had 19 runs to get for this last offer. I think it got the swing for the hills. Got the swing for the hills. A man with four half volleys. A man with that can't hit all four for six. You understand? Yes, <laughs> then after that, they we we, we crying, like like I I it really and truly used to piss me off when they hear people crying down and uh, think after that. Like I it really and truly used to just rub people wrong there. Honestly, yeah, it's, but it's, I get it's, I get, get less of one. I get less of one. I get less of one. Um, well, on on that is a is a, is a part is a part of. The fame, the privilege, the opportunity. Yes, you gotta True. get a bit negative too. Um, but I would say, like, I fall prey to the franchise system. Um, it glitzy, it glamorous. Um, and I would not change anything that happened how it happened. Um, but you know, I wish that earlier I had realized, Carlos, to be honest, you being one place today and one place, a different place next week, and you know, you get pick as buy as a hitter or whatever, finisher, you're batting four overs, three overs, you're not playing red ball cricket, you're not playing much 50 over cricket, you don't really have a chance to build the innings and as you said, exude that batsmanship. Because people say, Mark Carlos is a batsman, but if you're not doing it, Dalek saying, um, yes. Clint, you play um, yes. that simulation game, go and fly a 7-4-7. Seven, seven. It don't just happen so you go yeah. do it over a period of time to actually yeah. believe it and yeah. believe that you can do it. Yeah. So, I actually had a youngster ask me about that real recently about falling prey to the franchise trap and they said, look, depending on how much money it is, I will never come to my own pocket, but I just know that if you gain twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000, that's not going to be life-changing. You know, a lot of people would be listening and saying, well, let me get that in now. It's a lot of money. Um, I would like it now too, but <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I know that twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars at nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, not gonna change your life. Yeah. But if you can develop batsmanship, bowl more balls, get better fitness um, into your body, into your legs, and then you can make it to international level uh, more consistently, that twenty grand will turn to two hundred grand, and then all of a sudden. That's a life-changing amount of money. You can start to set your family up that your parents don't ever have to work again, and you can actually tour the world and live your life um, as a professional. Yeah, Carlos. Last song, like Carlos, Nero. You know, that's how you know, describe yourself there. Yeah, to, to me, you know what you're saying? He said, travel the world. I see you in different spots. Life-changing money. See man at Formula One, it's only I guess, I guess, I guess that's, I guess that's what he can give, what he can give the, you know, the concrete advice that, uh, correct, that, that he's given. Correct. Yeah, correct. We hear Nero talking just now about his debut against him. I guess he was sorry sixteen years ago. I know Jace is really doing it, but I hear Jace do it, but you ask a question. I don't should have it. Be real. Rip my or spin bowling. I, I rated Nero. I heard a lot about Nero. And then when I see when I saw him first, and I was like, man, this ain't nothing special. But then <laughs> when you, as you see oh, as you see over a period of time, 
It's like <laughs> yo, yeah, this man, this man know what he's doing. It's not, it's not an a Aquarius. He's an Aquarius. Yeah, it's not, it's not a Aquarius that's spinning the ball both ways, uh -huh. but right. he landed the ball up on the spot all the time. Oh, and okay. I think that's when, <laughs> that's when the left arm spin had now really come into the fore, running the ball onto your pad, and this yeah. was a right arm spinner. Just landing the ball up on a 10 cent piece. So it looked ordinary. Tell yourself, you know, you remind me of like, and if you remember Paul Harris from South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Kurt, I remember Kurt Edwards playing against South Africa. Um, I think it'd be South Africa yeah, at that time. Um, and it come up in some conversation, and Kurt was like, he's the most difficult spinner, or one of the most difficult spinners he'd ever faced. And everybody was like, you mean, man, just do that? Like, mm -hmm. ain't nothing happened there, but the man got such subtle variation. It comes from day one, ball, flight one, ball it a little quicker, but landing the same spot. And Nero reminded me of that. So I ain't gonna look at Nero, I ain't gonna pull up my chair, sit down with a glass of drink <laughs> in my hand, and think, you know, this little man gonna be a world beater. But if I watch you over the course of a season, I tell myself, raw boy. This man got the tools to do to do the business for real. So yeah, I I I'd be honest. I didn't think at first I was like, well, there's, there's much to do about nothing. But then the more you watch your man play, it's like, Shh, it's my heart to be here. That's a nice political answer, man. You still in BBC mode? You still in BBC mode? Yes. Um I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt that Carlos, but I don't think the fee pay that just no just that little that segment Carlos that I don't think that's <laughs> <wrong with that. laughs> I don't think uh, uh, question Carlos though I want hard box the saying you were saying and I think I've heard this in more than one forum and it turns into the cricket and the club level of cricket. Cricket, club cricket was very a lot of ball community cricket, village cricket needs to play like non-stop. So these guys we make communities, as you said, growing the communities playing and the man was saying, so my man, you bowling very good, you have a thing with playing hard ball, man, come to the club and see. But you don't get that no, you hardly see village cricket one and a lot of ball, a lot of proper ball cricket too. Because like, as you said, village cricket needs to teach you to defend. I, I play within limitations, so no big hitting. Cause you say you hit the hoses, you out. So you can you can play a little, a little cover drive, fancy, soft hands, but you don't get that no. So I think we gotta bring back that sort of cricket to get back to that social, our social thing at the clubs, because that was yeah, an I, integral part. That was an integral part. I agree with that. And I would say too is I don't know when the change happened, but I think. They had a point in time where everybody that was 32, 33 in local cricket, the narrative was, if they can't play for West Indies, let a little man yeah, play. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, and we end up with so many teams being combined schools, with all due respect to combined schools, but you can't have 11 young men learning on the job. I come up with Barry Callender, Richard Carter, Winston Reed, Anderson Seeley, and I had periods in time Anderson Cedar was both the little man and the senior and the man. Senior. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up with Gregory Allen, Phuket. Them men Phuket. would let you know where to get off. <laughs> so 
you can and I can tell you something. If you had me, John and Kiara, Kofi, Hurdle, Ramon, Sealy, <laughs> and another Savannah, <laughs> all, 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 all of we all of we probably won't be here. <laughs> but we had we had we had senior men that would have allowed us to express ourselves, make mistakes, but then be strong enough to pull we back in line, keep we feet on the ground. I remember Jonathan playing for Barbados. I think John was playing for Barbados at the time and probably well on the way to being established where well, a lot of us was uh, getting to trials and trying to get in. And if you get a one game, trying to be a, 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 a constant. And John Carroll come into our dressing room, we give you respect. He's the best player, although he's a little man. But John Carroll can't tell Barry Callender nothing. Mm-hmm. If you tell Barry Callender something, Winston Regan get in. Richard Carter gonna get in, who can gonna get in. And I am backing at John Carter against four of them. I'm sorry, it's a really good day. Because I die, die, die. The right. <laughs> so I, I think I think club cricket lost a lot of the stalwarts because everybody basically pushed them to BCL and say, look, you story too, you can't play for Barbados, you can't play for West Indies, you can't play for a division. I look at a situation like South Africa A. Justin Antong played for South Africa A till he was about 35 and captain. But whilst he was captaining and not probably being looked in to representing South Africa's senior team, he was ushering a whole new generation of players. And I think we need to find at each club one or two senior players who can carry the mantle on the field, whether they're captain or whether they have a young man as captain and they guide him on the field. And a man as manager that's strong enough to pull up somebody when they do something wrong and offer a pathway and a guideline for a bunch of young men that could easily be running around like headless chickens if they weren't the leaders around. But Sonny, just to pick it off the point about experience. I remember when they went Alexandra, John went there, John and Kimara and those guys were no there. But those guys were playing for combine schools or probably Barbados. So I was one I was immediately one senior man in the in upper intermediate team. And I've played a lot of cricket up until that stage. And we played Dover. We didn't know how you cast it in conventional swing ball early on in the innings. But this time I was batting, probably batting in the middle order. Vibert Green and his old guys. Sorry. Big one. You guys started the ball upside off stuff, like six stumps outside off stuff. And beating me on the inside of the leg stump and things. So it was like up until that stage, playing against guys in my age group. Nobody wasn't scratching the ball or doing whatever it is, tampering with the ball, you know? So it, it was only after that particular game I said, you, well, if we're going to be playing at this level or um, get to another level, because at that level, at that age, you're still thinking you could make it. It's like, I got, I got to go through these, these starters, these are experiences, even with the rip tape ball and stuff like that. Yeah. Although, it, it, you know, the, the, the rip tape ball is a bit, it swings a bit earlier, but up until that point when they faced Vibert Green and that double team, I've never faced a ball it down my life, ever. And the thing is, the thing is, if you're in an up intermediate team that got beer, scoop correct, 15, 16 year old man, everybody looking at everybody like, Corble. yeah, lost, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. But if you got two senior men now, a man will pull you, pull the man that got back next one side and say, Nero here, yeah, when he ball decking back, so or vibrates the man's wall, deck back the ball, back for our stumps because. When the ball decking back, you're going to defend your body easy in the defense space. Or you might very well say when you run, you're all side man, get yourself room. So instead of batting middle, back leg stump, free up your hands, and you know to either block the ball and defend your stump if you get a little whiff, 
you play your shots. But yeah. you don't have them options. Or so you take you yeah. or battle, battle decrease. decrease. Clear your left leg or clear yeah. your left leg early. Yeah. 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 Right, even a man coming and saying, big man, like, right now, be able to get a skill out. Get all you can get. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got them options because all the one in the same boat. So you get that one a year and a half, two years to learn something that would easily learn and experience in half hour or a spell. Let me say a spell is eight, ten overs. Yeah, because Carson saying senior man who will tell you, make it wet, do not flick the ball. <laughs> do not flick the ball. First, first fingernails, breath. <laughs> Carlos, I saw that um, you, well, you were out of the game for a little bit, missing on the circuit um, last year and what's not. And I saw that you were back in training, so you're still bowling the same pace that, that you were bowling before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. So you're so yeah, warm up delivery that we're still at this yeah, your your normal pace. Uh, <laughs> how, how has that journey been? Um, obviously from injury and obviously being being back here. Um, obviously, it's, you spoke about a lot about you know fighting against the odds and from young just fighting against lots of different things. So. Just walk us through the the injury and uh, where we are now seeing you actually bowl again. Um, so how the injury happened, um, it was in the hundred, dive at a ball, and I felt I felt something on my shoulder, but as you wanna know, your blood hot is just another little niggle or whatever. Um, and then there was actually a game that in the hundred we get blast for two hundred real shot spells. Um and then after the game, we drove back down from in Leeds. We drove back down from Leeds to Manchester, and I just remember getting off the bus and thinking, "No, that my body cooled down. Like this thing's still hurting real bad. Like a stretch, and this thing hurting bad." And then we drove from Manchester to Nottingham, so it was about two and a half hour drive, if memory serves me correct. Um, I remember I, I drove myself, and I was talking to Sam here, and I was telling him like. My shoulder hurting me real bad for something that's just a niggle. Um, but I didn't pay much money. We had one game left. Um, and then I couldn't practice the next day. I couldn't bring my hand over properly. The physio worked through it. We get through it. And I was able to play the last game. And I think both two sets of five. After that game, though, it was like a solid week. I did nothing because it was moving house. I moved from Oxford to Portsmouth. So driving up and down, up and down. Didn't get any physio. and just waiting to do commentary for the finals at the 100. Um, and then left the, the day after the finals for CPL. Got to CPL then. And this pain would not ease up. Um, and then it turned to like stiffness now. So when I get CPL, I, in quarantine, try to bring over my hand. And like literally my hand was not going past there. Um, and I messaged the physio because I knew her from the year before, and I was just like, I actually think I might be in Potter here. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't nothing malicious of me knowing that I injured and making sure that I turned up to collect a paycheck. I genuinely thought this thing gonna go away um, with a few days of rest. Um, and we work away, we work away in CPL. I was able to bowl like a two over here and a three over there leading into the end of the tournament. Got it checked. Some boys say it was only inflammation, but I didn't get a proper scan. Just get the, um, what do you just call it when, you, when, you people, when women pregnant? Ultrasound. Um, ultrasound. 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 Yeah. ultrasound picked up inflammation. 
Terry Boy was like, okay, that's consistent with what we think you have. Um, so then they're just like, okay, go back. When you go back home, do physio regularly and rest. I message JG, brother, I ain't doing no work for these two and a half weeks. I think it was three weeks. Um, I don't work for these three weeks, but I can rest my shoulder, um, get ready for big bash, because I can have a big bash, a good big bash again, and get by an IPL. Realize I doing sessions four days a week, hour a day. Boom, needles, massage, this thing, that thing, like putting my body through it, and this thing just ain't getting it better. I think the last straw was I was somewhere and hold my hand up. And then I was just like, nah, boy, that's too sharp for after three weeks. Or by that time, it was about two and a half weeks uh, for not getting a better with rest and with work. Went and get MRI, had a tear of the labrum. Um, so I guess the physio people and the muscular people will know what the labrum is. But it's not a muscle, it's just like a sheath. So it don't actually grow back or heal back. So I needed to have surgery. Um, and I get back to England and they said, no, nah, boy, you're going for a second opinion. Um, I believe when I um, <laughs> go off his second opinion and I was fortunate enough to have a good connection with a proper surgeon um, that would have done Raul Dravid, Sachin Tenduka, Premier League footballers, um, slotting, get a consultation. And he was like, sorry to say, but yeah, if you take a cortisone injection, you'd be a get to big bash but you can't operate on 100% um, and you risk injuring it even further. And if you tear your bicep, that's curtains for you as a bowler. Um, so I say, yeah, all right, let me do your surgery. Um, and yeah, after that surgery, when I get back, like you lost the opportunity to get big bash. I had a real lucrative commentary gig um, that I had to turn down as well. So then... It was like you're missing out on money. And then to rub salt into the wounds, um, I was told that the insurance would not cover my surgery. So I had to pay everything out of pocket, surgery, um, the nights that I would spend in the hospital recovering. I was a private hospital in London. So I think we wouldn't know what's going on there. And all the rehab, all the rehab since. Um, so I can't clinically diagnose myself with depression. But I know I went through there. It was rough mentally. Um, and then having a pregnant wife, it was like, I mean, yeah, you're going through something, but she growing a whole child. So it was a little it was a little of a sticky situation. Um, wanting to let my emotions out, but also being wary that somebody else in the house going through a lot on their own as well. And I think the way that I deal with things, I try to distract myself. Um, and I'd been accepted for a Harvard Business School course a year and a half to two years prior. And I was like, you know what, like, if I stay in this house, I ain't good mad. So I contacted Harvard, um, got um, reapplied, got reaccepted. So that was a, a, a trip away. Um, then got the opportunity to commentate for lessons on, well, on 19 World Cup. That was more time away. Um, and all the while, they were just trying to like chip away and chip away and chip away. But yeah, it was a dark time. And you're watching people in your position, your friends, um, your foes. Um, you're watching everybody perform. And like, you feel helpless because like, I'm working hard and 
I just can't add to, for me personally, I think I had a real good year last year. It started with Big Bash. Um, I had the second most wickets for the Sixers. We lifted the trophy. Um, then they went PSL, had a decent start there. We lifted the trophy there as well. Um, and then in the English summer, I had the most wickets up until I had COVID and that probably third because um, I missed a couple of games. And then in the 100, I thought I batted really well and proved to people that, you know, I yeah. could bat again. Um, CPL with the bat, I think I did okay. I could have done a lot better. Um, but it was like all of that was building up to another big, big bash and then yeah. hopefully into a good IPL contract. And then to have all that ripped from in front of me, um, it was real hard to take. But I think now I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, bowl my first ball in, I think, four four plus months. Um, and now I, I actually have kind of a path back to cricket. I know the next thing is the English season. Um, I've been fortunate to be offered the privilege to captain Birmingham Bears in the blast. So I know that that's sure play. Um, and that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, and they've been really good with allowing me to use the facilities when I want to. So I try to now go up there a few days every week um, in between commentary, um, start to make plans as a skipper, but more importantly, as a player, start to get back into the groove of things. So as hard as it has been, um, I've been very privileged as well to have that kind of support um, where I've had it. Um, but there were definitely some tough times, and I hope that when I get back on the park, that I can find the mental strength to believe in the work that I would have put into my body to get back ready and not worry about re-injuring myself. Well, good to hear. And as you know, we, we'll be supporting the Bears from, from Barbados for sure. So. For sure, for sure. That was fun. <laughs> uh, Carlos, you know your jersey number is 26. Is the significance of that number or that number was given to you? Um, no, there's no significance, to be honest. Um, when I was about to be when I was about to make my debut for Barbados, they had two numbers, 26 and 28. Um, and I just knew I wanted to play for West Indies and I had to play for West Indies. And I like, I, I a lawyer, man. I like continuity, consistency. And I was just like, I don't want to choose a jersey number now. And then if I play for West Indies in two or three years, I've got to change my number to something else like. I want my number to be synonymous with me. Same way Ronaldo is number seven. Everywhere he go, he can be number seven. So I went to check. Devon Smith had 28. Nobody had 26. So it's all right. That's my number. <laughs> That's my number. <laughs> uh, a couple more. What's the favorite place to tour? Uh, what you... Favorite place to tour? Um... I will go say Australia. Um, I love Sydney. Sydney is probably my favorite city um, in the world. Just because you, you could get out of the hotel, you could do a lot of stuff. Um, and the subcontinent is a lot more difficult. I think they idolize cricketers a lot more than Australia, England, West Indies, etc. So anytime you're leaving the hotel, you need to have security, whether it's the restaurant or mall. So whilst yeah, it's sometimes good to feel as like you're important or whatever, sometimes you just want to get away and go somewhere, sit down and drink a tea, a coffee, a beer, a whiskey. Sometimes you just need a whiskey. <laughs> um, and then in Australia, the pitches are so good. 
but you know where you can get. Every time I go to Australia, get hit in my head too. But I play enough shots too. So you know, you know where you can get. A marble, a short ball, it coming back tight. If you don't get out the way, you ain't get crunk on your head. But you know that when you might pitch up or a ball of good length, you can play a three line of the ball. Uh, so on the field a little bit for that reason. For some reason, the fans in Australia take to me too. Um, I think when I tore the test team, I was one of the shining lights the way that I played the game. I, I only get one wicket, but with the bat, like, it was real attacking. I think that kind of resonated with them with how poorly we had played in that series. And then straight after, I was back there with the Sixers um, and the Thunder. And I think, yeah, I think they just, I won't say fall in love with me. I think that would be too far of a step. But the take to me, and I enjoy the rapport with the crowd, the banter. Um, so off the field is, is fun because you can just go where you want to go. It's a beautiful place as well. Um, and then on the field, it just suits the way I have to play the game. I can hit my length, yeah, a little bit of seam movement, get a decent bounce, and with the bat, you can play a true line. Um, just one final question from me. Um, obviously, you have a quite extensive business portfolio. Um, where, where did this business argument come from? Was this something pre-planned from Commemorative days? Were you watching a documentary and you see you know, LeBron James or something? What? Where did this come from? Because remember, it started out with Trident. Correct me if I'm wrong. Then Village Eats. I know you're done in one of your shirts, Gentry. Um, I know, boy. I can't say that one thing flipped the switch, but for some reason I just never wanted to work for someone and that song real bad because I'm not one of the people that like to um denigrate and don't play in nine to five. But I guess I just wanted to own things. So from as far as I can remember, I used to draw on my back and this is my brand, you know, think 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 this is what I would do. Um and I was a hustler. I sell some of everything from lollipops to chips at school to force my mother to blend up drinks and then carrying them to school and hustling them. Um, I used to sell Chinese TV phones. Um, yeah, brother, I would just I would just source things. And if I realized, man, this costs $8 and I can sell it for $8.50, I would try to see if I can make a buck from it. Um, and yeah, I think I was, as I say, I was privileged, like, I don't want people to think that, you know, Carlos worked hard and he make it and everybody else that ain't make it ain't work hard. There's a lot of luck that's involved in that as well. You gotta be the right place, the right time, perform right, at the right time. The time, the time, time, man. Yeah, so I was privileged to have the life and lead the life that I live. And I think with Trident, Trident was more of a happenstance thing. I was in Ireland and I wanted a long blade back that had some men that I know that ain't half as good as me who had 20% or 30% deals with GM and Gray Nichols and all that. And one of the guys that I connected well with was an Indian, and he knew someone from one of the factories. And he said, I could get you a bat if you want. I could get them to make you pads and gloves if you want. I was like, right, all right, fair enough. I went drop a little Trident. He's a major man. I got to let people know where he's from. Mm -hmm. And that was where Trident Sports was born. Um, and I learned a lot of lessons throughout Trident Sports. And Village Eats is more um, of a passion project with a few friends. We got together and I said, look, I don't want to be that person that I was privileged. Um, and then my friends struggling. Um, my friends are really struggling, but I felt as though we had so much to offer as a group um, that if I could bring everybody under one umbrella, we could then invest or create smaller businesses 
um, that we could kind of create a portfolio as a group and, you know, offer something for our kids um, to pass down to them when we eventually get to that age. And we came up with the idea that food sells. Um, my, one of my best friends worked for Westmoreland for Marriott, got a fantastic hand, um, and she's a main chef. And then everyone okay, around Kelly. that would... Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> everyone around that would support her. Um, and then for Gentry, um, this was probably 18 months or so in the making. So I had two ideas. Uh, one thing that frustrates me is banking in the Caribbean. And I wanted to have a digital-only bank. But I found a lot of red tape where that was concerned. And then the other idea was Gentry. And for me, I just, I hate the fact, I would love to say that I pro-black. I hate <laughs> the fact that, you know, every time you look at a black brand, is a $10 t-shirt brand or a $25 t-shirt brand. No disrespect to whoever has a $10, $25 t-shirt brand as your path, but looking at it from a pro-black standpoint, why do all of our brands have to be that? But then Virgil Abloh can be hired by Louis Vuitton to make $25,000 clothes. I, don't, I think that's a big disparity. So how can I then use fashion, which is something that all black people connect with, to try to offer the next little man that good with art or good on the computer or maybe got a good um, craft mind. How can I use some of the money that I would have been afforded and privileged with to create something that I could then help give back through fashion? And that's how Gentry was born. So eventually I want to be able to offer scholarships so people could do um, footwear making or footwear design or clothing design. And I, I want people to come through Gentry and stay with Gentry forever. I want them to be a few other t-shirt brands that cost $10, and I want to be a few other t-shirt brands that cost 60 and 70 pounds per t-shirt. Um, but I just want that as an ecosystem that black people could be sustainable through something that we love, which as all we could agree on, fashion is one of them. Facts, facts. Um, Carlos, I, 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 know we, I know we have, we got a, a strict timeline here, but... <laughs> Carlos, we got, we got some of the questions that I like to ask, but there's one <laughs> question, Carlos, that I know, I mean, I, I, I was privy to, to, to get the answer to this question already, but I know the, the, the viewers would really like to, to hear the answer to this question, Carlos. End of the 19th over, we going to the worker here, end of the 19th over, I want to know what was the conversation between you and Martin Samuels? What was the plan going into that 19th over? And I want you to talk us through those four deliveries that you last for six. And I can't say win the World Cup fast, but help win the World Cup fast. Boy, I ain't gonna lie. I was real sorry that Marlon missed that ball at the end of the 19th over. I was going to be on strike. I ain't gonna lie. Um, <laughs> but be that as it may, when we get there, Marlon was just like, do or die like you got swing for hills brother um i mean i think it that worked in my favor in a way it wasn't like seven or eight where you had to think like you just had to swing mm. and i let i punched gloves and i don't know if he think or thought i would have you know tried to hit a six first ball or whatever but all i was telling myself is all right here we're big man get the ball in the air right and even if you get caught Make cross. sure you cross and Marlon will win the game. Like I believe in I believe in Marlon Samuels. <laughs> Even we play CPL, like I always say Marlon, I know all we gotta do 
is get you to a big game and you're going to win it for us. So I was at the other end thinking, <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. So I want to waste no deliveries. Let me get the ball in the air. Let me get the match win up on the strike. And the World Cup is ours. And it was the first ball was a bad ball. I pick it up and he went for six. I was all right, cool. Marlon was thing. I was real zoned in and I was I was proper tuned in then. Marlon was like, watch the ball. <laughs> yeah, Marlon running around the stump and thing. And like, big man, that's all he wants. The next one come out the screws. That one went far. Um, and I knew that I had middle that one. Oh, Marlon, zoom. <laughs> like, brother, relax. Like, it ain't done. Then and I, I I look up at the scoreboard and saw 19 runs, six balls, but I didn't look back at the scoreboard since. From then on, it was just watch the ball and react, get the ball in the air, because if you cross Marlon and win the game. And then the third, six, I get the ball in the air, but I thought I spliced it. Yeah. And then it's a mat mid off, going back, going back, going back. I said, get that six. It's only then that I really say, like, you know what, Carlos, you're going to do real bad. To not win this game, for <laughs> like, you could en- you could enjoy it. You could enjoy it a little bit. And I think too, looking back, and I I went through this um, with the maybe club that I was at in Ireland, and we actually went through the whole recording, and you know we talk about what could have done differently. And from a captaincy point of view, I think the only thing that Morgan could have done differently was slow the game down. Like when we watched it, but I think them three balls were born in the space of like two minutes or something like that. So it was literally ball six, ball six, ball six. And after the third six, something happened with the ball um, in the stand, underneath the stand, it got all wet or something like that. So it had changed balls, I couldn't get back that ball. And that was actually the first little bit of a break we had since the over had started. Um, and the rest of these women, obviously they had won, they had stayed back. Um, Jess was there, she was my girlfriend then. Um, I think Sir Clive Lloyd, his son was there, Phil Simmons' wife was there. So we had a nice little family area where we knew where everyone was or whatever. Um, I was just like, brother. I, I, when they know me, like, I love professionalism. I like being switched on, but I love to celebrate, brother. I feel yeah. any little thing that happened for you, celebrate because life's short. Uh-huh. I tell myself, nah, boy, enjoy this. Like, even if you don't know, we at least draw the game, like yeah. enjoy it. And I turn around and I get some big ones, <laughs> kisses and things. Um, and then it was just like, all right, settle back down now. But you had enough time because the ball went under there. Um, so I w- in, in hindsight, I was real happy that I did take that time to just, you know, that was my little 10 second where yeah, I was in off. the arena. Yeah, I was in the arena. I let it go. I get out of the moment. And, you know, paying respects to the madam for being there, for the rest of these women for staying on. They didn't have to. They could have gone back and watched it from the team room or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, the last ball, that one come with the screws too. And I can be honest, not just saying it to make it sound good, but I didn't know the ball went for six. So I knew mid-on and mid-off were up. I knew that ball come with the screws. I knew once I got it over there and feel it was at least four. We ain't playing at, uh, at Blenheim. That the ball can plug. As soon as the ball can, as soon as the ball can, what screws? I was like, boom, we win. And I turn around, hand in the air, or whatever. The man ran on. Somebody bust my lip with the helmet. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, yeah. And uh, it was a nice moment with the Belgian boys walking around. So it was me, Spooner, Ben, 
Jace and Ashley do a victory lap. Uh, and Ashley was like, you know, you want to know what Ashley Nurse is? Pump. You know what yeah, you do, man. You know you know what big man. You know you big man. You know you're four sixes, big man. It's fair enough. Um, but yeah, that, man, I, I, I look at life, or I try to look at life differently. You know, people see four sixes. And what I, what I cherish mm-hmm. about that was, what I cherish about that was the Westerners women being there for that and being able to see what eventually would be known as a treat Pete with you on the 19s with men and men. Um, being at the end of or with Marlon Samuel, somebody that I looked up to um, watch on TV and I was able to share that moment with. And then um, I got a real nice picture that I would cherish forever with me, Jess, and the trophy on the ground. Um, and most importantly, I was able to video call my parents and my little sister when the thing happened. So within the four sixes being the main moment, like they had so much little narratives outside of it that, you know, made it a lot sweeter than just the event itself. And I remember, I'm emotional, Clint will tell you, um, <laughs> emotional fella. And one, one regret that I would say I definitely have is that I didn't have the balls at the time to tell the IPL team that I want to go back home with the team. So, we spent one. I spent one day in Kolkata, and then it was off. I spent one day in Kolkata, yeah, and then it was off to Delhi to meet up with Delhi Daredevils. It was bought before these four sixes, but obviously four sixes no meant that boom. This man is not no just an acquisition. He's the man. No, with the four sixes, he remembered the name. So it came with a whole lot more fanfare, and I was in Delhi practicing with them, but watching a motorcade back home with the women and the men. So your heart and your soul. There, but your oh, mind yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah. there and it was torn. Um, yeah. I just remember being in the being in the airport and like, I just cry, brother. Mm. Like not not like like proper tears. Like I got white with my hand and my shirt and thing. And it's just like, Carlos, I know if you deserve to be the person to do what you just do. And as like, you start to question yourself, you're lucky, you're privileged, you deserve it. Um, and yeah, they had a lot of emotions like that. And every time I would see videos of people blowing the horns in the street in Trinidad or seeing kids, the men from the, from the stadium ground, uh, watching the game from the big screen again, oh, bad. And it's like, shh, you know, cause all that positive emotion for a whole nation. Wow. And you, to be honest, you don't feel worthy. Um, but that's a little snippet into the power of sport. And yeah, man, that that was a sensation like, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, any more questions for Carlos? Guys, I'm pretty sure we do. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a part two and a part. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those sports. You know, like they got some sporting moments, right? Not to prolong this, but they got some sporting moments. Right? And I've told Carlos this a couple of times. That you know, it's always good goosebumps as a West Indian, you know, Bradshaw don't want it without without square joy. But but, but, yeah, but, but like you you know that Carlos said these forces, you've seen this ten gazillion times. The feeling does not change. And it does say no listening to this story, right? Correct. I got the same goosebumps because I see everything. I can hear Bumble voice. I can hear, right. I can hear Ian Bishop. Heaved into the lights. I can hear every <laughs> single word. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So like you say, yeah. like 
that has touched people like forever, forever, for ever, sure. Ever, ever, and ever. and you know, funny enough, right, Clint? After my batting started to decline, so on, I think Jen dropped from test team. If we do have a part two, that's a whole another conversation. I think Jen dropped from test team really hampered me mentally and um, technically. But yeah, I went through a period where I didn't want to hear the boy telling me, well, you know, tell me that I nah, like yeah. that's a burden. Yeah. But no, no, I sit down and listen to you. Like people's coming to me. No, obviously, no, I spend more time in England. Yeah. So again, it's story from the other side. We're not yeah. so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and yeah, people come up. People come up. I said, man, up to tonight in the studio, a man say, yeah, I remember, I remember that name, boy. Um, I thought we had it in the bag, bum, bum, bum. Like, no, we're actually embracing it. Like, yeah. people's worked so hard for that one moment. And yeah, yeah, mine come a little earlier than probably a lot more people expected. But yeah, that's a moment that I would always cherish, boy. If you yeah. make a lot of light touch in a positive way, it's something that is looked back on fondly. And funny enough, when you talk about looking back at a video, I do look back at the video with the four sixes. But there's a video of a shop in Lodge Road where I grew up in Lodge Road. Right. Um, and a few of the men that, that we I close with just work at banks and is lame at the shop. And I remember the, the emotion in that shop, brother. The shop pack. Beer bikes on the table, so you know the men go up and drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and you know where after this way how people just be and the way that them people get on, right? I like obviously if I see John Brown from the shop tomorrow, you might tell me, Carlos, you're on the damn good. But <laughs> in that moment, yeah, in that, that moment, yeah. to be able to be the person that got people getting on the way them get on, boy. Yeah. That, Carlos, that I, I, I remember up. that, like, Carlos, like, I, I mean, I was in my living room watching this game, obviously, Carlos. I, I mean, people, like, in, like, in, a, in the next gap, Carlos, like, I could hear the screams, like, loud and clear, Carlos, I could hear, like, like, it was amazing. People outside running up and down. It was amazing, Carlos. Like, unbelievable. Like, a moment in time you would never, ever, that is something ever. you never, ever forget. Yeah, as long as they hear My mother, my mother, and my house is. <clears throat> They are one of the houses in Sargent's Village that a door open to anybody. Yeah. Whether you're homeless, whether I know you or don't know you, you could go there and shout Miss Braffitt, and my mother and father will have a conversation about you. My father will probably end up cussing me too, to tell you. <laughs> um, but in that moment, like they have videos where people just walk into the house and was like, congrats, congrats. And it's like the whole of us in this ring. But yeah. then get to share a little bit in that moment where they would have felt like the superstar, the person, that batting and thing. And for me, them moments mean just as much as somebody coming up to me because they hardly get to experience that sort of thing. I never yeah, forget, yeah. my father would tell me, I tell my father, man, daddy, I ain't handling this publicity well in India, yeah? Real people won't see, and like, I claustrophobic. So when in an airport and you got fifty people yeah, coming from each side, like I struggle with that. Yeah, and if I said, "Man, Ricky, man, the people just like you, you know, embrace it and thing." When I was told I can, I will get offered the captaincy and I accept. And I was told his first series is in Miami. I fly out the family. I fly out my mentor and his family so they could be there to share the moment. And it was in Miami, brother, and. Indian people in America all descend from Miami to the point where people were sleeping in the lobby to try to get to us. And now forget my father come down the elevator the first time and bust the elevator door. <laughs> and it was just like 
people. You can't see, you can't see that Dexter checking nothing. Just people. Are he there solo? Come, daddy. Come, come, man. Come, come stubborn, daddy. Embrace it. People just let you. Just let you. Just let you. Then you get, then you get a glimpse of what's really going on. But yeah, it's good. It's good to be living the life that I live again. Be honest, and then being able to share that with your family and allow them to see some nice parts of the world and the way that I will see it is probably one of the best joys um, of the job that I do. But, but just one, one last thing, miss. I wonder where this village is, is though, as a food, a food, a foodie. So you know, you know where Trader Sports is. If you come in, if you come in, if you come in from um cigar a few sobers roundabout, go mm -hmm. to what was JB's, I think is now price mm -hmm. low. Mm -hmm. You first right after price low. Mm -hmm. Um you follow the road, there's a bit S bend, continue straight in the second S bend on the right hand side. Um you can see a one story. Um quote unquote bungalow that's a trailer sports workshop and to the back of that um is village so they got a nice little bit of seating area we built a kitchen at the back um and it is a nice little hideaway so we don't we ain't, we ain't competing with champers we have fine dining so don't come there in a square mouse <laughs> no, nice, uh, come there in a pair of jeans come there in a pair of slippers um the man gonna kill you with drinks four so or five for ten and the food <laughs> Food don't the crate don't shut when you food in it. So that's the type of vibe that music music blaring. That's Friday that night food. I saw them more. I saw them morning food. No, he's not exaggerating. <laughs> For real, it's one of them. It's one of them vibes. Uh, well, Carlos, um, I. I... We we definitely got to have parts. Well, don't miss it. Definitely, it obviously will be up to you. But I, me personally, I, I I still have a couple of questions, and I know the guys uh, still uh, still have some some more questions. But you know, at the interest of time, uh, we get, we can definitely have to, to move on here. Um, we had the first test match, the West Indies versus England, um, started yesterday. Um, West Indies, the Bowl first. We had um, England, the bowl of England um, this morning, uh, 311, I think, and England ended up on. Had uh, Jada Seals take it for, I think, Kimar Roach and Jason Holder picking up some wickets as well. Kimar. Azari. Um, pardon? Kimar, Kimar definitely uh, leading for the front four. Pretty, started off pretty well, yeah, um, yesterday morning. And, um, West Indies in response ended on 202 for four today. Uh, got both openers got off the pretty good start. We were 80, 80 all without loss. Frank Braffitt uh, batted pretty well, scored a uh, uh, century. John Campbell, you know, got my guy John Campbell. Um, <laughs> really, I <laughs> uh, got to 35 odd, and then you know he he, he got out, and then um, we had some some slumps in the middle, but then Jason Holder and um. Bonner, you know, steady ship and, and rally, rally the, the guys to 204. Like I said, um, close of play today. Still, I think Vestries are definitely in the driver's seat at the moment. Uh, hopefully, the guys, um, just a lot depends on this partnership, in my opinion. Hopefully, one of these guys could, you know, back deep and 
give us a steady lead and and hopefully we can you know ball out england cheap again well cheap i should say and go on to win this 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 first test match but again open up the floor to the, well again let carlos go first as as the as the guest on the show carlos i just want to get your thoughts on the first um two days play uh thus far um i'd say very well started with the ball um came out really showing class especially set up at alex lee's and then um to get a batsman the caliber joe pinching the top of or something that was sensational i think all cricket smarts let us down a bit um you could see how disciplined england were in the period where the ball got soft against bonner and jace um versus how wayward we were and we did a stat today um to show that in the first 40 balls after lunch so we pretty much had the first session sewn up bear stone stokes try to wrestle back a little bit of momentum and halt proceedings but then the first 40 balls after lunch one ball would have hit the stump to bear store and bear store is synonymous for getting lbw and ball down with the ball running back from just outside our stump challenging off and middle peg so I think that was poor planning and poor execution. Or let me say poor planning, probably wasn't privy to the plans, but it was poor execution. And then you get past that and you get into today where we got a few wickets. I thought they pivoted nicely to being more aggressive. It paid dividend. And then there's a couple of times there where we had them 285 or six. And then the last two quick wickets, or 25 for seven, the last two quick wickets. And it got to the stage then where we still had in two slips in the gully. JS ball a wide slow ball at Bear Store, the first ball the over. When really and truly you could have the field spread, let Bear Store get a single and ball at Mark Wood. We didn't do that. Um so he got a boundary. And then the last ball of the over, he got a single. Like these is mm. things that Clint will be upset if will the men don't do for sure. At test level, I don't think that 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 should be something that we should gloss over. That'd be something for Craig and you know, Phil Simmons to look at and to be better at. Um, but that being said, I loved how we started with the bat. Positive without being reckless. Um, and funny enough, um, the way that John Campbell and Craig eventually got it was a little ponderous and a little tentative. Craig way on the back foot and just pushing at the ball instead of slapping it um, or leaving it as he as he's been doing very well. And then John Campbell, instead of really hitting the ball, trying to play a cute little fancy shot and it catches the glove. Um, but you can't take anything away from the opening stand. And I think their opening stands are one of the things that did well for us and held us in good stead in 2019 when we won against England at home. Um, I was disappointed with Brooksy, uh, my childhood friend. Um, I know he has a lot better in the locker than the show, especially with that dismissal. Um, but I was really pleased with Jace and Bonner how well the fight and, you know, give you some of that grit and determination that Stokes and Bear Stokes showed. It's just now for one of the two of them or both of them to go on and get an 80 and 90 or 100 and get to party with our 311 and maybe get a 350, 360 and put England on your back foot. Yeah, for me, I think it's very important. It's always important to get a lead, but this wicket um, could easily deteriorate, I think, from day one. Um, some balls were keeping low, and, and there's not a lot of pace and bounce in the wicket. And I expect that Jack Leach probably will play a, a, a part in the in the second inning. So 
getting a lead is, is extremely crucial. When I say a lead, they don't mean a 10 run lead or, or, or a 20 run lead. We, we've got to get a sizable lead. And, and as Carla said, really and truly, as I said to, to the guys in the, in the chat, this wicket is crying out for one of our batters to score 100 on it. I I don't think it's it's not a road, but it's a relatively easy easy pace wicket um, for us for, for us to bat on. So um, Jason Bonner, the plan for sure has to be to, to start in the morning, and then you really want to see at least one of the two of them go on to to to, to get a big hundred and, and push us past Indian Street Eleven. So yeah, I think the game is evenly poised and. Yeah, we, we, we gotta hold on to our catches in the second innings. Obviously, I don't think our catching was 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 was, was good. A lot in the sedum, some balls went in between. Um I don't know if the guys ain't picking up the ball properly or what, because it's um there was an issue there with the silver and I can't remember who's out for a slip. And then there was Campbell. one with Jace. Yeah, Campbell, yeah. And then there was one with Jace a little early on day one as well too. Nobody really reacted. I think that was Stokes. So yeah, we, we, we got to be a little bit tidy as, as Carlos had the bowling performance. I can see England bowling to some plans, especially after that she came out there at Craig. Um, and the guys got what, a square leg just in front, a short mid-wicket, a mid-on. And the plan, obviously, is to bowl straight. They conceded some boundaries um, because they were too wide early on. So you can see clear plans. And we, we got to take a leaf out of, out of there, but as it relates to that, when we, when we do bowl in the seconds. But yeah, game evenly poisoned. Is all but who 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 could blink? Well, who takes longer to blink um, in this in this in this second half of the game? Oh, what was it? Right. At this stage of the game, I think um, it's 50-50. Um, before the game, I think West Indies would have taken dismissing England for three eleven. I will beg to differ based on this England batting lineup. Some 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 new guys are wrong, but. When you look back on they had the guys 50, 48 for four. You understand? I thought that was a big, big opportunity for West Indies to make further inroads and probably look to get England bowled up for under 200. But Johnny Bear still not one Who released the pressure? Bear, well, you're going to have your time. You're going to have your time, sir. All right. Johnny Bear still not my favorite player, not the prettiest player, but sometimes when you have that fight, a heart of a lion, you understand? Yeah. Something that, that makes up for a lot. So, yeah. Probably had a hundred or so in the last Ashes game or his fourth, but carry on his good form. And that was a very crucial partnership, even with him and Stoltz uh, before lunch. The shot, no shot. They can simply can make it to lunch, reassess, and then go from there. And then he, uh, Bear Stoltz and Stoltz again, they had a nice partnership. And Fox, sorry, Fox played some very good cricketing shots. Um, <coughs> then West Indies showed his class. Jason was like, at one stage, Jason both five overs for no runs. And 20 over for 19 runs and stuff like that. So all that was an even battle today. The West Indies, the West Indies body fantastic. We were like 120 overs or, or something like that. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Craig, Craig was the aggressor today. There were clear plans to probably attach Leech. That's, um, I saw that from, you can hear me? Yeah. Oh, I saw that uh, from the Australians against Leech and um, the Ashes as well. Don't let Leach settle. I think West Indies will try to do that today. But um, I think tomorrow is the most crucial day of this test match. Who wins tomorrow probably wins the t this first test. So West Indies going to try to at least get to 300 and pass it. 
and England are trying to probably limit Messi's to probably to 60 or so. I mean, trying to post a, a very good lead. I see, uh, Nero, you, you forget Jaden Seals, buddy. You might have the four, sir. You forget, you forget. You, you only mentioned Roach and Jace. And also, for, for me, what I would say is today clearly show how bad England miss Broder Anderson. That was some of the worst opening bowling I've seen by, by a professional career team in a long time. It was a no, 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 no plan, no lane, no lane. A lot of volume, like a lot of freebies, a lot of long. I'm like, I, I, I'm just, and I like to see the commentator saying, "This would, this will be platform brother and something." Like it was under pressure. Like you're on the play, no pressure. This is a, this is a, yes, this is a all, this is a new but still old. Opening combination, call your your cycle about the John Campbell again, and it wasn't the plan like nobody born the plan. And to me, we get we get England we first three wicket like, like nobody can tell me that England ball quality balls and go these men beginning the wickets we was sailing. Had Campbell and Buffett not given England gifted England, we could have probably been almost two hundred probably for one or without loss. Because England wasn't trying to name to me. There wasn't doing that with the ball. It wasn't no, the deliveries out of saying, ooh, it's swinging. Like, to me, this was like Bailey's on the 11th side playing against uh, a Carmere or Law School on the 19th. Like, the ball, in terms of bowling, like, it was it was all over the place. It was no plan. And they know brother Anderson got me home smiling and saying, look, when it left me home. I got a man bowling this year. So, hopefully, I, I don't expect the bowling to change tomorrow. Because Stoltz, like, he's still coming back from injury and still trying to work in. So, he can't bowl a lot neither. So, I don't see nothing threatening that we can't get over 350, probably 400 tomorrow. Um, For me, tomorrow... These two will get to at least the first. These two will get to eleven o'clock, and then go off and the two overnight batsmen will get to eleven o'clock and then go off and Bill Sandia, and if we could, if we could get a a fifty odd sixty lead, I think we in there. Right now, for me, even Stevens, but I think if you get fifty or sixty ones lead, we in the ascendancy. You know, you know, you know, you're a guy, Jeff, thirty five. He needs, he needs to dress. I'm begging him to convert these stars. Yeah, I agree. He didn't look good to be here. I tell myself, you, when I'm on that long off for me, a couple episodes ago, he gave <laughs> me tonight. Called John, <laughs> John, John looked at him. That's the only level one. Check again. 47 more for 35. Like, Lord, have this my mercy. He needs to, he needs to convert these stars. Yeah, he does. He does. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. I can't. I can't. I can't understand. Yeah. yeah. But all in all, I just say, what about the day one? I think we, 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 we take me foot off the gas after lunch, too. Because somebody said, I can't remember one of the guys said that <laughs> England was probably that, or West Indies was probably that, but not England for 311. But let's say, should the ball England 
That before the game. That before the game. That before the game. Oh, 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 before the game. From from forty-seven or fifty, a little bit before lunch. England would English should have been lucky to score. We all know. Yeah, they might pay to get hundred. We all know. I get that reward. I'm not going to that reward. No more. No more. They ain't gonna watch that. But you should have said when you hire your chance to talk, bro, brother. You want to say that thing? Correct. You talk about you talk about you talk about the England boy. You talk about Brian Anderson home and the poor boy. You see today. You want to say that thing? You yeah, what's that? Because you already say you already got paid. Well, you can't you can't beat that. But I know as long as he playing, he can release the pressure. Honestly, right? True, but but BF, but and I guess I guess same would be for for Shamar as well. BF, he come up with ball for him. I guess that as well, pushing into the the test. So, mm, oh, you mean I think? But uh, but you know, let me hope that let me hope that he come back in second innings. Let me hope we get at least 50, 60 runs. One of these guys score 100. Get one score a big 50, if not 100. Get a lead. Ball up the match in the second innings. If you get a good start in the second innings, do a release the pressure. And we want to love up. I hear this, I hear this for a set here. Mm. Well, uh, as, the, as the guys said, hopefully, the guys can um, back deep tomorrow. These two can back deep tomorrow. And, um, you know, hopefully we we can force a, a, a sizable lead, and and hopefully Bolo England cheap and and um, register a win for this uh, first test match. And um, guys, over the past few days, you know, we would have um, heard of the, the the very tragic news of the um, passing of uh, Australian and cricketing legend in uh, Sharon Warner. I think. Clint was the first person that brought it to, to, to our attention when he posted it in the, in the yeah, um yeah, yeah. in the group. I I was I was I was I, I was shot. I was doing some work there and I was shot. I was just like, what? I, I that I saw it all over all over social media. It was it was really a shocker to me. Very very sad sad day for for um for world cricket. Um, Carlos, I don't know before you go if you would have ever had the opportunity. To, to, to actually um meet Shane Warren and you know if you did if you have any stories you would like to to, to share you know what, what was it like you know interacting with Shane um I guess unfortunately I haven't played under him as a coach uh, so I would have met him um and had brief interactions but um I'm not gonna sit here and say you know me and him were best mates and this is X story and Y story we didn't have those type of interactions but the few and brief interactions that you would have, um, there was something infectious about him. It was a kind of a different aura. It feels as though you're in the presence of greatness. And I guess a lot of times you look up to people, um, and I even put a tweet about it. They've got certain people that you don't think they will ever pass. Um, and it's one of them things where when you hear Shane Warner's past, you're Googling this and you're Googling that, you're trying to see if it's fake news or a prank or whatever, because you just think that somebody that as good as he was on the field was probably invincible off it. Um, and a lot of people would have said, you know, off the field, um, he was as inspiring and as expressive as he was on the field with the ball in hand. Um, and I think the general consensus is that the world of cricket and the world at large has lost a good human being um, and yeah, I mean, the tributes would have been flowing in. And I mean, for me, 
the persons that would have defined an era. When you think about when Kobe Bryant was lost and our whole era, whenever we get a piece of paper, a rapper, and we shoot <laughs> yeah. out a garbage can, we will yeah. say Kobe. Yeah. For me, when I was growing up, anytime somebody do that, any sort of wrist spin, right or left-handed, they would hear bowling shine. It's them things that resonate with you and that's not a lot of people have that impact on a whole generation. He definitely right. did. He inspired a whole generation of leg spinners and made leg spin sexy to do again, which is the That's hardest cool. art. I think he was probably the first of this leg spin um, club. You look and see Imran Tahir for a while. I made no talking to Hayden Walsh, Karan Katoy, Adam Zampa, Rashid Khan. All the leg spinners stick together and always share knowledge and share trades. Adi Rashid. So I think he was the first of that. He made it the popular thing to do again. And yeah, rest in peace, Shane Warren. Yeah, that that is real. Like Carla said, that's real legendary status. Um, Same how we would, you know, idolize Brian Larry if you're left handed and got a high back lift. That's what Shane Warren. Definitely was, and I, I, I just, you know, was thinking back uh, to some on, on the field stuff. I remember in the 2005 Ashes, one of the most famous uh, test series that, that they probably ever had. And if the new ball bowlers did not do it, literally, Shane Warren would be at slick, fingers just itchy, and just, and just telling Porter, yeah, are you ready for it now? Are you ready for it now? And literally, when Shane Warren got it, it was like, it was like if you are at the ground, you you watching a show right before you. It ain't just cricket. Shane Warren was 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 putting on a show for you. He was proper entertainer. Throw the ball to the man, and basically something would happen each and every time Shane Warren had the ball in his hand. It's absolute legend, and yeah, the the game has lost has lost. Um, a great man. Obviously, I mean, reading some of the things um, that that people would have been saying about him, and yeah, it's it's it's, it's sad. And like Carlos said, he's never really feel that that he, he, a man is sharing one capacity. That that does not supposed <laughs> to happen. Then in the script, you know. Correct. correct but we don't correct. we don't we don't write the script, unfortunately. So um, that's that's out of our hands. And yeah, rest in peace to him. And and. and yeah, condolences to his family and friends. Correct. Uh, well, guys, uh, we're gonna let Carlos go. Yeah. I, 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 know. It's, I know. Carlos, what time is it in England right now? Yeah, I was, I was gonna apologize for having to leave, but it's one forty-eight a.m. Whoa. And I on set, I on set again tomorrow. So Billings camp, Billings camp. Billings, actually not in. Billings not in tomorrow. He gonna prepare for IPL. Okay. Um, but yeah, a few coffees going to be on order in yes. the morning. But yeah, it was it was a pleasure, man. Um, and we're looking forward to part two, I guess. Yes. Um, so Glad thanks for having me. Click, click, love that. Yeah, but thanks for having me. It was a pleasure, man. I enjoy it. Enjoy good conversation. Um, and for the viewers, uh, Jess had to let Sandy know, don't be too controversial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, enjoy enjoy the rest of the night, and I look forward to watching uh, the remainder of the recording. Yeah. Just one thing before you leave, sir. Before, before you go. Go. Yeah, can't leave. Wait, wait, wait. Don't do that. Don't do that. Before you go, Carlos. 
one, I know the busy man, but one thing I'll let you start back there, right? Is you see their, their Vinicius life? I look back at a couple the other day and it was like, yeah, you missed that, boy. That could have that gone big, but things just ain't working out how but, it was supposed to. Yeah. yeah before you go, girls, once again, thanks for the interview. Greatly appreciate it, especially with the time difference. But um, until we get that part two, um, is there anyone you would like to see on bench talk? But you're gonna help us. You're gonna plug us in with that person. Um, put me in spot, you know, boy. Hmm, um, I ain't gonna do that. You gonna do that? <laughs> Go I, actually, I, I actually got Jace, Jace, and Nikhil's um, exclusive to watch. Um, but I think Jace is someone that is at the stage of his career now where he's being more open, less political, dare I say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think as good as good friends of his, I think his story is a nice one to tell as well. I think Jace come into the international team in 2014. 10 or, 11, isn't it? or 2013, 22. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's been out of all three formats at between then and now there's almost a decade. Um, so that's elite level consistency. He's always been a part of at least one format. Um, so yeah, now he's transitioning to a franchise player. Nikhil Utam Chandani, he's probably someone else. Um, Joe Manning, um, and yeah. there's from the other side, um, they're on the more media presenting um, side of things, but they're both doing big things in their own right. Joel is actually working with BT. Um, for coverage for this series, and we would have worked together in the Caribbean for Young 19 World Cup as well. So, I love to see young black men that positive and work hard succeed. And those are three of the men that could come to mind immediately. Like, we can um, make it easier. Yeah. We had Joel, so it's two. Had Joel already. Had Joel already. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's two. And I, I, so I, I had to force him to say that he's one of the better people that you work with. I had to force that out of him. I had to force. I had to remind him. Sorry, let's not force. I had to remind him that you know he worked with you. Yeah. And, and luckily I, we gave free price gone up. No, price price gone. He price shoot up, boy. Even if man ain't working from home neither, that man get flued out. Wow, 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 wow. Um, probably Nikhil. Um. If you want me to, I could ask him um, if he'd be able to. I know he's in Canada, he's at school, and in between that, he's working, um, doing a few odd jobs, managing social media and stuff. But that type of man he is, you always want to be involved in cricket. Um, I don't think he'll be as controversial as the Sunny, but he ain't going to be as diplomatic as Clint. So it'll be a nice little, it'll be a nice little conversation. And Nikhil's a stats man too, so you could throw some things at him. So I could have a chat with Nikhil if you want, but I think he'd be a good addition um, to your podcast. Mm. I appreciate that. All right, all right, set it up. Thank you. Easy. Thanks yeah, for having yeah. me, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks, yeah, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. You want the best going forward, but Thank you. Alrighty. Guys, uh, wow, nearly two hours in, boy. Hey? <laughs> I tell you, you could, it, it really could be a part three. 
You could do a part two and three. No, seriously, we don't, we don't even train. We don't like, even yeah, train. because I, I, I had, I had, I had at least, I could, I had at least three to four questions there. I didn't know you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I Steam playing I, together. Oh, that's so yeah. It's a long, long way. Work at hundreds. We Scoring three fifties for the rest of the three matches in test cricket and I'm not playing the game. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, 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 uh well guys we quickly we're just gonna touch briefly on uh circuit we had what happened is that it no i listen i know the time i listen <laughs> oh yeah yeah just well, well briefly yeah very very brief <laughs> unfortunately to our mark here um i'm gonna uh go off script a bit um i want to touch speak briefly on the the the, the form that the rest in these women uh, are, are currently in there. I mean, yesterday we had Haley Matthews and 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 the and Dotton getting off the flyer, a great start uh, yesterday, and then we we actually got to two hundred and I think 20, 20, 20, sure. 220 odd, yeah, yeah. thirty three or so I think, or thirty odd I should say, yeah. and then bowling out England. Uh, a good nail biting uh, match in the end, uh, but I know anything just for under just under to twenty eight. England will will yeah. up for. Um, so and I think at uh, Haley scored a, a hundred in the first match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She scored a hundred in the first match. So so far the rest of these women have been showing uh, great form. And that catch from DeAndre Dotton yesterday. Oh gosh, sure. as I was telling as I was telling the referee show that was that was Paul Collinwood esque. <laughs> That was a prima of a catch. When, when yeah. But you know what's funny? That the beat the defending champions and tournament favorites first two games. Yes. And yes. the analysts were talking about it today. They saying Vestinis surprised them honestly because coming into the tournament, South Africa would have beat them. But this yeah. is all about everything clicking and the culture at the right time. Yeah. And they saying because it's, I think it's eight teams, so you play everybody once. Mm-hmm. So some teams are already struggling to make the semifinals because obviously you win your first two. This is the top five is is the best, the best of the best, and the other three is easy wins. So you tackle wins against two big horses. You pretty much got one. They say you pretty much got one foot in the semifinal. So it's for the the other teams now to. Together. They said Australia will always be Australia. Them coming into the tournament 34. They have not lost either in 34 or 39 ODIs. They have won their last either 34 or 39 ODIs on a stretch. So they will always be Australia. Yeah, let me said on your show, um, you're going to need performances from Haley, from DeAndre. Um, from Stephanie, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, Stephanie has not; uh, she's not really hit the ground running in the tournament so far. But obviously, Haley, the two scores there, Haley is definitely batting the best that she's she she's ever batted. We always knew the talent was there, and you will get some performances here and there. But 
her game is so complete at this stage. Her backing game, I'm speaking about, uh, and, and it's really, really good to see. So, obviously, looking forward to her continuing that that form. Deandre, Deandre, there in that in that first game, the confidence to you know the captain looking around for somebody to bowl and, and, and their conferences here and there, and Deandre's just like, get the ball to me. Just get it to me, you know what I mean? I, I, I thought I and just hearing Haley and, 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 and Stephanie relaying the story and what's not was, was was pretty funny. If you know DeAndre is it's, it's even funnier. Um so yeah, I, I just think that you know we're coming together nicely. Scott shout out to, to Nation and what's the other yeah, Campbell. Yeah. Just yeah. chipping in there in the in the in the second game as well to get us to, to, to fight in total as well. Yeah. Yeah. So very good all round performances. I think that we have a lot of bowling options. Stephanie didn't even bowl in the first game and stuff like that. DeAndre only bowled one over, which was the last over. So we have options in the bowling department and the batters at this stage have, have been doing doing their job so yeah you gotta watch watch the rest of these because yeah clearly we, we we have our tails up and yeah looking forward to us putting in a good account for the rest of the tournament yeah yeah I agree. um i'm not gonna be too long um kudos to the women two brilliant victories fantastic form for Haley. um i still uh, i still in the final two day opening be honest i still think you should split them but it's worked so far but obviously as the tournament progresses you know it's cricket and you got a game where they do ball tall and tour them go you understand so i'm not a big fan of them those two opening and stephanie but look you never know this might be the tournament everything just clicks yeah and yeah. you understand and it happens hopefully it does um and hopefully they they stay grounded and where you you beat the one of the favorites in England, you beat the host. Obviously, Australia, whenever they play, is gonna be a big challenge in India. But you gotta make sure to take care of the Sri Lankas and those teams, Pakistan. Do we gotta do and get to the semi-finals? And you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Even Sharon and Nero, I remember when they lost the two warm-up games. I can't remember who the person was. I can't remember who the captain if it was Courtney Walsh, but somebody said. But I think God gave us at least 200. Mm. And the ball is good defending. And so far, whoever it was that said that is seems to be correct. Mm. Mm. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. Spot on. And um quickly, guys, just lastly, we're gonna Hassanis, um Australia. And <laughs> you were shaking your head already. Oh no, I was He key where he come on bail. I know he sells the first day. Oh, uh-huh. this bitch, this bitch. He's looking for an excuse. Uh, oh, he's thinking nah. he may come. I'm at 500. I'm scared of the move. He ain't had a confidence in 18. Oh, this I never, bitch. I never remember. Anybody. You, know the, you know the man, you know? He come, he he come up early, this bitch. Oh, this bitch. Boy, boy, boy. Second day, no. Second day, no. Or third day. What do you post? No. Yeah, you post. I let's bring an early one there. Let's tell me that. I put your body in there. I mean, yeah. I swear near grandpa, you brother. But it was good for the. You know who won? I ended the day. Cricket in Pakistan. And that's what I'm happy for. Mm, the fans were able right. to get 
I don't think I play much of starting second test, no? That you're not. Anybody who you play? Yeah, hey, because I can yeah, score whatever Pakistan I'm at. I might not play. I play um, Mr. Star in second test. Oh, Mr. Star. Mostly no bowler. Come on. You need to ready, brother. You need to play like one seamer. You got rats want to start. No, start. Uh, well, that means Josh makes it, no? No. Do you think no, Josh, no, Josh no come back from injury, you know? Yeah, I was a little... I was a little skeptical of how he would have. He he wasn't he wasn't his usual jaw self, but I know it probably gonna take a little time to he to get back in the rhythm. And thing, I just want a man score a hundred. I just want go and baby go. Just give me a hundred, man. They look too good, man. Just man balling, so, man just <laughs> man let nobody let them more hundred. Yeah, come on, Jafar. Oh shoot. What was the result of the match? The match draw, right? So point share, right? Yeah, thank you. That was all I want to know. Cricket win at any day. You know, Sunday the first time in years that Pakistan, he may have a full host playing all five days. Cricket right. win. Well, that's cricket true. Cricket, 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 cricket. Come on, Nemo. Sometimes you just got to start thinking about self, I think, with the bigger interests at heart, buddy. Another gameplay, Jess? Another gameplay? <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you seem to know. Okay. Oh, I have it here. Um, India, India played. India played Sri Lanka in a test. Obviously, Sri Lanka coming in with a great vein of farm. And they're missing a couple of key players. Obviously. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, he he well, he was never ever cheered. The game playing at home, but added pressure to the Indians. Uh, wow, yeah, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> After they were reeling at first, and they were reeling at first, but they, okay. they managed to amass a total of 574 for eight declare. Wow. We had Ashwin. We had um Ashwin with 61, we had uh Pant with 96, and Jadir just chipping in with 175. Not hope, um, chipping in, Jadir would never get 175 against no, no boy else. He chipped in also with five for 91 and four for 46. That has um, no tell him to the number one or wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. India happened, managed to somehow won the game. Uh, <laughs> but my question to the to the panel though, we we, we all we often mention Jason Hold and Benjamin Stokes. Is it is it time to give No he is not his juice? No. 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 Not his juice. Oh, no. In the world? No, no, he's definitely, in my opinion, he, he's, I mean, come on, he's, he's, a, he's definitely a, a great player. But you know, get, but, but no metric, whatever metric I'll bring, y'all cannot say no. He's any conversation, you I, I think he's any conversation, but mm-hmm. y'all just rule it out. Like, I wouldn't, no, 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 no. I, he's in conversation. I, I would not mm-hmm. dismiss him. 
Uh, Jadez batting has, has, has been a lot more consistent in the last two to three years as well. Jadez so. has 300, he has two. Yeah, so I, I, whatever I, met, for a record also, whatever match you all do, I will not dis, I will not dismiss it. it but I'm but, just saying but that. he sees in the conversation. But if I gotta pick a, a testing, uh, he's he not, probably were eleven. He may not. He may. He may miss his name. I mean, he could be included depending on. He, he could be included depending on where the game is and combination that you want to go with. Did, did but, he play the World Championship final? So Nero, you are picking, you are picking a team, and you are, and you are going for all, all rounder. You are going for J Jadeja first. Right, let me just, all right, let me just. Put I, it no, 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 no. You can't ask the question. I have to put it this way. I have to put it this way. I answer any question. You can't tell me how to answer my question. You can tell Clint, Clint, Clint said he just said it depends on where you're playing. Okay. I answer what Clint said. Jesus. Yes. That's all for your team is picked. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So, in your mind, you all think every game is not going to be played in India or the sub. So, if half the cricket teams in the world is playing the sub. So, if you're playing in the sub, he's going to play. If you go other places, <coughs> Ben Stokes and Bowling about Australia. The boy Bowling about Australia. None of them. them. You understand? England? It depends. And I... Best thoughts will probably be number one. You know what I tell you? I think Shakib is better than him, full stop. Wow. You can't overboard no one's anyone. man. For me. For me, go overboard. You see what I said? I tell you controversial, no? Shakib is a man. He is back. He's not the danger, though. He's not the danger. the best fielder, holy tree. He's not the danger. Oh, so, the best fielder in the world. Well, fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best. I know so the tree. Anywhere. He, 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 he's the best. He probably he, he could. He could say that he's the best fielder on the tree, but you cannot take nothing away from the fielder of 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 the other two. It's true. It's true. That's the truth. You can't take nothing away from the fielder of the other. Why just don't let him go unlucky in Jadeja? No, I wouldn't do that. That's all. That's all. That's all. If you play, if you play subcontinent as my or as my or under outside of it, then you you're probably going for Jason Holder. Uh, so. I've known you Nero near 20 near 20 years now and obviously we've had m multiple discussions about cricket and picking a a, 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 a world 11 and picking it the best of the best and not once have you ever talked about it depends on the the the, 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 the where we're playing and because all it's that. close before <laughs> because you had Jack Gullis so it wasn't close <laughs> no everything is much closer that's all I'm saying before it was Jack Gullis so the boy close and the off no so now okay. everybody is more is much closer. Nero, so how much we get? How much we get? How much we get? The, the, the most. The most. The most. And the most favorites. The most. What is the amount? The Give most. Me a number. <laughs> you go in front of you. The most. Okay. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> the most favorites. We can see now. You got get K four on this channel, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I like I I still I still I still to each his own to each his own pick. to each his own I still want to pick yeah to each his own but I still would not I still want picking before 
a Ben Stokes or a Jason or whatever, but he's definitely a, a, a great a great cricketer, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And at the squad squad runs there, even if it's against uh, a Sri Lanka. Your sister ain't back yet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still rare runs. It's still rare runs, you know, and, and it's so I level the, the talent and the concentration and stuff you have to that to exercise up there to, to, to you know reach just kind of milestones is is unmatched. So hats off to Jadeja. Um but guys Destiny is tomorrow. Going back there, Destiny is tomorrow, hopefully. Um <laughs> seeing Jason Holder. Cause you know whenever I find whenever Jason plays against England, especially at home, you know, I feel Jason his tail is be up, you know. So I am expecting that um Jason can come tomorrow and, and back deep. Yeah, and back deep and, and um hopefully carry on from that 43 that he, he's currently on. And you know, as the guys would have said that we could post um we can post a, a good total and and, and uh, have a healthy lead against the English tomorrow and, and hopefully board them out. Um, um, I, um, I got a little message for Mr. Nero. He, he has the most in test cricket, but not by a lot. Should keep beating him ODIs and T20s. Anything else? Shakib so game, Shakib game. Can't, you can't, because there was no, I was no telling you. I love Shakib doesn't Shakib play cricket, he's not, he's not active. It's not active. <laughs> not active. Man, I mean, man, active for You just want like to hear me. You know what you're forgetting. You Did I not just say that I believe that Shakib is better than he? And he tell me no. Who's the boy ranking? Yes, you done. I get a. I get close off. It has been a long. It's been a. It's been a long. Shakib. A long, a long show that you, you go for some stats then, you I just want to see if Shakib was doing rankings. You know, Ashwin ain't about number two or three. Well, guys, yes, we did. We had a, um, a good chat with Carlos tonight. Definitely looking forward to that part two. Definitely looking forward to that part two for sure. Um, and once again, we just want to thank all of the viewers for continuing to tune in each and every week. And do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe. On this video whenever you do get a chance to watch it and thank you and have a good night